Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal people, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm your host, Marie Hewitt, and I wish you all a very happy second weekend of spring. One of the great things about spring is that it means it is Pet Expo time. If you've never been to Pet Expo Orange County, then you really have to mark your calendars for this big weekend that's coming up April 10th through the 12th. I've invited our old friend Doug Poindexter to the show to elaborate on all the great attractions that are lined up this year. And, of course, Pet Expo is absolutely famous for finding homes for hundreds of homeless pets that will be showcased by their respective rescue groups and shelters. I'll let Doug tell you all the details in just a few minutes. And after our halftime break, Teresa Ann Miller will be stopping by to tell the tale of how she trained dozens of dogs who acted in an award-winning and thought-provoking film that has several messages about how we treat animals and our fellow human beings. It's quite something. This and more are coming right up after a quick message from KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt, and joining me now from America's Family Pet Expo is our wonderful friend, Doug Poindexter. Good morning, Doug, and welcome back to the program. Thanks, Marie, for having us back again. It's uh, hard to believe it's been a year since we talked about this last. Oh, these years are just going by so fast. It's just one after another, and I can't slow it down. I know how you feel. I was, uh, I was. Somebody asked me the other day how long I'd been around in, in the industry, and when I told them 1969, I went, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm <am> really old." <laughs> oh man. <sighs> well, you know, it's a very fun event, and and I'm actually kind of thrilled that it's it's already back because I love America's Family Pet Expo. There are so many wonderful things that go on, and you do so much to help homeless pets find homes. So first, before we dive on into that, let's tell everybody exactly what Pet Expo is. Sure. I mean, it, it, you're exactly right. It's, it's, um, it's a gathering of, of people with pets uh, to talk about um, all different kinds of pets, dogs, cats, birds, fish, reptiles, llamas, potbelly pigs, you name it. <laughs> if it can be a domesticated pet, it's probably going to be there. But the whole idea behind our event is to bring these experts in. We actually donate probably 70% of the space at this show to these different groups. Wow. Because we want them there to educate the public on what their responsibility is. If they've got a pet already or if they're thinking about getting a pet, no matter what it might be, that they understand that that parrot may live to be 75 years old and they need to make sure they put it in their will or that that cute little furry brown thing, uh, brown and white, uh, doggy is going to turn into a St. Bernard, or, um, you know, if they're adopting an animal with some of the 40 or 50 adoption agencies that we might have on site, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, what's going to be required of them to take care of that and to make sure they have the right environment and the right um, uh, housing and family situation to be able to make sure that they are able to give that animal a forever home. Exactly. Because um, what we don't want is to have animals end up back in shelters or 
or someplace they shouldn't be. We want people to understand what's required of them to take care of that animal so that when they do get it or if they have it already, they really fully understand that and, and, and have that animal for the life of the animal. Absolutely. So anybody who's interested in adopting a pet, then this is the event that they don't want to miss because you have rescues that represent pretty much every breed of dog and cat there. Yeah, we've got, you know, like I said, we've got usually between 40 and 60. I don't know how many exactly we have signed up so far this year. They're still actually coming in. Um, and, we, and you know, people call all the time and say, well, what kind of dogs are you going to have there? We don't know that because mm-hmm. the agencies are going to adopt those animals up until the time they leave to come down and make them available at, at Pet Expo because right. they obviously want to find homes for them as quickly as possible. Well, here's the answer. It's cute animals. That's, That's the right. kind of animals That's you're right. going to have there. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, the last uh, four or five years, each year we've adopted uh, 600 or more. Last year I think we set a record with over 700 no way. animals wow. adopted. Um, so the weekend, we still seem to find lots of them to give new homes to, and um, and we and we think that's, you know, really the, 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 the key there is, um, like I said, over 700 last year. So we felt, you that's know, we just phenomenal. feel really good about that whole thing. Yeah, and you should. And it's also a great event for people who already have pets because it's a place where they can go and find all kinds of products to totally spoil their little ones or their big ones at home. Can you talk a little bit about what people might find? Well, you know, you got everything from the, the, the pet foods to leashes, collars, uh, training devices, um, uh, you know, shampoos and grooming products and, you know, just uh, most anything you could think of for either for the pet or for you. I mean, there's lots <laughs> of stuff there that's jewelry and that kind of thing. I've seen matching you know, clothes, animal specific too. and breed-specific. Yeah. Um, so it's it's great fun. I mean, I, I, I you know, it, it's... Um, it, it, it's a lot of fun. You can see a lot of different products. You can get them at some fairly good pricing uh, with some of the show specials that go on. Um, but there again, you get to talk to the expert directly and, and, and talk to the actual manufacturer and, and ask the questions you may have about a specific food or a specific product or how you use a specific training tool or whatever the case might sure. be. And, and there will be people there that can help answer those questions for you. And there are lots of cool toys, too, if you like getting yeah, yes, toys for your pets. <laughs> I always seem to come home with something new for my dog. Yeah, me too. And you have shows that are going on pretty much nonstop, too. Do you know what your lineup is this year? Got, got some, yeah, we've got the, uh, we actually have a larger cat show this year. We actually have expanded the cat, so that's even bigger. We'll see more cats. Um, there'll be more cats on display this year. Okay. Um, uh, coming back uh, after uh, several years of absence um, is the Purina uh, Pro Plan performance team. Um, and they'll be there, agility dogs doing all kinds of activities, frisbee and uh, running through obstacles and doing whatever. They're really high energy, really fun. Oh, cool. Um, they haven't been with us for a few years. And then um, I don't know that we've ever done this in Orange County. I know we did it one time in uh, when, we, when the show was still up at the Fairplex in Pomona. But we'll have racing pigs back, so we can. Oh wow! We can we can, we can watch the, the piggies race. That's always a fun a fun thing to do, and you can uh-huh. cheer on your favorite uh, pig. And um, okay, you know, Splash Dogs is back. Always a very popular event at the show. Um, Splash Dogs will be there uh, in competition again. And how about the Doxy races? Doxy races won't be here this year. Uh-huh. We're, the Cooks Racing Dogs, the Cooks Racing Pigs, also does a dog race. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what breeds they use in that but um 
in fact, somebody asked me, because in the promo it said, Cooks racing hogs and dogs. I said, you're racing hogs and dogs together? I said, no, no, no. <laughs> either the pigs or it's the dogs. It's not both at the same time. So you don't have to worry about the dogs and the pigs racing each other. It's, okay, uh, okay. It'll be one or the other. And then another thing that's always really popular, a lot of the kids really love, and, and, um, and as do the parents, is the uh, police dog demonstrations. So they'll oh, be back yeah. again and showing how these animals work uh, to help keep all of us safe. Uh, Pretty and impressive stuff. Speaking of kids, are you having the aquarium decorating contest? We are. Again? It's always one of my favorite things to see is is how creative these kids uh, have been, and and people can can actually go online and sign up at petexpooc.org and click on kids aquarium contest. There's a form there you can fill out. I think it's maybe ten but ten dollars to enter, um, but it's what you get is a, a complete ten gallon aquarium with filters and lighting and pumps and everything else all you have to the kid has to supply is the decorations and the fish uh-huh. and they come in and they decorate them in either in a natural setting or a comical setting and they, there's different classifications and then uh we have a group of judges that goes through and judges a first second third place type thing and then everybody gets a ribbon for participating but then at the end of the show the kid gets to come back pick up the aquarium take it home they have themselves a new 10 gallon aquarium wow that's really cool and this is all done in age category so you won't have a five-year-old competing against a 16 year old no right okay yeah there's different categories of ages and different categories of aquariums as far as what kind of, whether it's a natural aquarium or, like I said, a comical or a themed aquarium. Uh, that is very cool. Now, uh, I know you're doing this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. What are the dates? It's April uh, 10 to 12, as I remember. It's, okay. It, it's come upon us so fast I can't even remember. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's it's uh, Friday is 10 to 6, Saturday 10 to 7, and Sunday 10 to 6. Okay. And what's and, the cost um, of admission? $13 for adults. Mm-hmm. Seniors are 11 Children 6 to 12 are $8. And 5 and under are free. Cool. Okay. Um, and lots and of good food there, too. Typical fairground type uh, oh, yeah, fair. Oh, yeah. There's, there's lots of, lots of uh, interesting <laughs> foods to, to enjoy as well. Okay. So Friday is indeed April 10th. So it'll be April 10th, April 11th, and April 12th. And do you have a website where people can find out all of the details? Yeah, if you go to petexpooc.org.org. Okay, and this will show what all the shows are, what the hours are in case anybody's forgotten, right. and what the cost of admission is. Of all the different exhibitors and where they are and what buildings and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's so. good. So they can print out a map probably. Yep, they can. Okay. Are there programs if somebody forgets to There'll print out There'll be programs that we'll hand out at the show. There'll also be a mobile app. It's not up yet, but uh, by the time we get to the show, we'll have a mobile app that will oh, be wow. up and running as well so that they can uh, use their their tablet or their phone uh, to be able to see all the exhibitors and what's going on in the schedule and that kind of stuff as well. Wow, you guys have really gotten into the tech age. That's we're, impressive. We're, 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 yeah, we, we're, we're bringing technology to the pet world. Okay, I have to ask you because I know everybody always wants to know this. Can somebody bring their own pet? No, and the reason for that, we, we tried a Fido Friday a few years back and to allow the public to bring their pets on Friday, but part of the problem is with over you know 80 to to 100 breeds of dogs already on display and then mm-hmm. 40 or 50 agencies doing adoptions we have hundreds and hundreds of dogs already on the grounds and if we allow the public to bring them in what we found on that one day that we did it on the friday a number of years ago while we were very fortunate and didn't have any instances instances um 
the the problem is that with that many animals, there's you're a just, potential you're begging for a problem. chance for uh, yeah. for dogs to not get along, or people to trip, or some kid to think that this is their little friendly dog at home, and they mm-hmm. run up to it, exactly, and they get nipped accidentally, and so the. It just wasn't a safe environment and a responsible thing, in our opinion, to do. While we'd love to be able to let the people bring their animals, we just can't um, because of that, uh, of those factors. We just don't feel it's safe and fair to both the animals that are there on display and the people who might be bringing them in. In fact, a number of years ago, two or three years ago, when we were doing the show up in Washington, apparently somebody brought in a dog, and I'm not sure whether it was even in, you know, somebody brought in one of their personal pets because we did the Fido Friday there. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, a couple of days later, it was diagnosed with parvo. Oh. Now, they, they had no idea it had it when they brought it. It was not certainly their fault. Yeah. But those things can happen. And even though they're vaccinated and everything else is done, you have the rare occurrence where something like that can happen. Absolutely. So and leave just, your pets And that's just, at you know, home. unfortunately, yeah. uh, you know, it, it just isn't the right thing to do to try to uh, to expose okay. that many animals. Um, I agree. I couldn't or agree in, increase the possibility of exposure by letting the public bring their pets. Okay. Well, Doug, it is always a pleasure speaking with you. I'm very excited for the big pet expo coming up, and I thank you so much for stopping by the pet place again. Well, thanks for having us. We look forward to seeing you there. Definitely. And we need to take a very quick break now, but when we return, movie animal trainer Teresa Ann Miller will be stopping by to talk about her amazing accomplishment in training dozens of very special dogs in an award-winning film. So keep your radio tuned to KJAZZ 88.1 FM, and we'll be right back. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show, and joining us now is animal trainer Teresa Ann Miller. Good morning, Teresa, and thanks for being with us today. Good morning to you. Thank you for having us. Hey, I had the opportunity to screen a film that you were involved in called White God. It was a very interesting film with multiple levels of storylines, but I understand that you trained the dozens of dogs that appeared in this motion picture. Yeah, it was uh, quite the project, and and I actually was the technical advisor uh, for the for the whole film, but working in conjunction with the uh, Hungarian trainer uh, Arpad Hosh and his team. Oh so, wow! Um, I, I I actually worked the lead three characters um, over there, being uh, Hagen, of course, Little Marlene, the Jack Russell, and of course the villain Rottweiler that uh, Hagen runs into. Ah. I loved that little Jack Russell. She was so cute. <laughs> She's a favorite, yeah. She is a little favorite. Hey, I understand that you are actually a second-generation animal trainer, and you've got 22 years of experience. How did you get into all this? I, I know it's a little bit of a family influence, but let's hear that story. Sure, sure. Um, I uh, I started by uh, working with my father as a kid during summer vacation or weekends, and if he needed a hand in, in working with the animals. He started back with Petticoat Junction, Beverly Hillbillies, all those old shows from the 60s, and and uh, um, started his own business in 1977. And that's Carl and Lewis Miller. Carl Lewis Miller, yes. Okay. And his company was Animal Action. Oh. And through his company, he did films like Cujo, Beethoven, 
canine, babe's a pig, racing stripes, I mean, all these big animal features, um, and to include white dog. Oh, wow. So, uh, at the time. So, um, I learned, of course, from him, and uh, after I got out of school, I was interested in getting into photography and wanted to go with him to set to meet some of the photographers there, mm-hmm. and it just turned out that I had a niche for working with the animals, and I never really went there, you know, yeah. I just, I kind of uh, continued my experience in working with him, and and began training on my own, and uh, that's how I got started in the business myself. Well, how can you not choose a career where you get to uh, surround yourself with, you know, furry friends all day? <laughs> it's very therapeutic, really. I mean, it really is. You, 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 oh, you wow. nailed right on the head. I mean, it's uh, very rewarding, uh, very fulfilling, and uh, I mean, and I laugh every day. I mean, they're funny, you know, they're funny characters. Yeah. And what are some of the movies that you've been involved with? And some of the projects. Yeah, I spent a lot of time working in Europe. Um, since 1994, I was doing a TV series in Vienna um, for uh, 11 years mm-hmm. and uh, with a German Shepherd dog, and it's called Commissar Rex. Cool. And it's played in 128 different countries and different languages what have you. And then um, it stopped in Vienna, went on to Rome, Italy, where we filmed for four years. Wow. And that's how this production company in Budapest knew of me was my reputation in Europe and working on this show that was so long-running. Oh, okay. Um, before that, here at home, I was involved with uh, movies like Lethal Weapon and Man Trouble and, gosh, what else? Weren't um, you involved in Beethoven and Babe? Uh, yes, 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 in the operation uh, and training, yes. Wow. That's yeah. quite something. Well, you have quite the resume with animals, and, and then you went on to make this film, and, and I have to tell you, I just screened it recently. It was very, very, very hard to watch. Uh, some pretty graphic, horrifying scenes involving human beings and their continued lack of compassion toward animal shelter dogs and mixed-breed dogs and and what happens to these animals. And I thought it was a very interesting story where the where the animals actually got together and worked together with Hagen, the starring dog, as the leader, and revolted against mankind. That was, <laughs> that yeah, was quite a, something. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing concept, but keep in mind also that it wasn't a, a general uh, a revenge on everyone. It was right. more of a revenge on the people who had hurt him. Exactly, exactly. You People know, who were so involved with dog how, fighting. Uh, uh, and, yeah. yeah, individualized it was, sure. It was um, it was pretty terrifying at some point. So, and, and there was one scene in particular where my favorite little character that I just mentioned earlier, the little terrier girl, uh, was actually shot and, it killed, and killed, and it looked very realistic. And I was really, really worried when I saw some of the violent scenes in this movie that that the animals perhaps weren't cared for the way we would want them to be. But then at the end of the movie, I saw that not a single animal was actually harmed in the motion picture. Not at all. It was all movie magic, and it is. It's got some difficult content to watch, um, and uh, it was all 100% safely simulated. That's Um, good news. My specialty and what I learned uh, was to train dogs to appear to be untrained and work in a natural manner. Uh-huh. And uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, with the help of music and uh, movie blood and sound effects and 
actors, I mean, it really, it really sells, and it's quite the compliment, actually, that it is that believable, you know? Well, without giving away too much, can you give our listeners a bit of a synopsis of the story? Well, the story follows a, um, a, a young gal named Lily who is growing up in a different, difficult part of her life where she's not really a kid and not really a, a teenager or, or young adult yet, and she's sent to live with her father. She's in a broken home. Her mother is going to Australia with her boyfriend, and she's forced to go stay with her father. Um, the only best friend that Lily has is her dog, Hagen. And as she goes to live with her single father now in his one-room apartment, um, it's noted that one of the neighbors complains that the dog is staying there because there is a fictional law that prohibits mixed-breed dogs from living in the city without having paid the appropriate permits and taxes. Okay. And this nosy neighbor kind of gets involved, and that's where his troubles begin. Okay. And, uh, yeah, at one point uh, they, they they are separated, and they run parallel stories in trying to cope with life and without each other while trying to find each other. And I'm not sure if there's a happy ending or not, but... Um... <laughs> I was kind of left a little bit hanging at the end. I'm 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 hoping in my own mind I wrote my own ending for it. <laughs> and and that's what's really amazing because I've I've sat through several of the screenings and you can hear a pin drop at the end. It's just like everybody's just putting together in their head yeah. what just happened, what's yeah. going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, and how it can go on and it really takes a minute in the 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 um screenings that I visited, you know, we do a little question and answer segment and it takes them a little while to get comfortable to start asking questions yeah. and, and, <laughs> and you can see them just kind of gathering themselves you know oh, which man. again it's it's a it's a compliment that the movie you know uh uh grips you that that well and takes you that deep into the story you know it certainly does and i understand that this movie has actually won uh, the uh, a special award in the Cannes film festival can you talk a little bit about that yeah, we were um, very happy to have been nominated uh, for the In Certain Regard um, category at the Cannes Film Festival, and we won our category, wow. which was a nice surprise. Yeah. But, but Bodie and Luke, who play Hagen, also won the Palm Dog Prize. Oh. And that's giving out each year at Cannes uh-huh. for the best animal performance during the festival. Oh, that is and, so cool! And, yeah, so that was really an honor, and uh, so wow. we flew to uh, we flew to France and got to be there at the screening and the the world premiere and and uh, you know answer questions and meet people and it was a, a great experience. We both enjoyed it. Wow! So Hagen is played by two dogs, it's and true. and what is the reason for having two dogs play the same character? There's several benefits to having two dogs. Um, in many cases, there's even three. Uh, okay. I was lucky to find two, mostly because it's a mixed-breed dog, and they're so individual that it's very difficult to find photo doubles. You know, it's a little bit easier when you're working with, with purebred dogs. Yeah, I certainly couldn't tell the difference. Right. Oh, I, I Thank you. <laughs> you could if they were standing side by side, but fortunately in the film, you always only see one. Okay. And And the benefit to that is, not only does it help with the amount of work that we do in a day, 
you know, to give one a break while the other one takes on, you know, if one's doing a lot of running during the day and the other one has acting to do, I can break it up and give them each ample time on screen. Um, but it also doubles the amount of personality and character in the character of Hagen. Okay. So although they're both trained on the same levels, each dog is naturally going to do something a little bit faster, a little bit slower, a little bit funnier, a little bit dramatic. Um, <laughs> and for me to be able to choose from both those dogs really broadens the character of Hoggins. You're not just limited to one dog's personality and uh, characteristics. Okay. Where can our listeners view the film? I know it's got an opening here on the the West Coast soon here in the United States. So where can they see it? Um, it's going to play in uh, Los Angeles at the New Art Theater. Um, the opening night, screening night, is going to be April 3rd. Okay. And uh, I will be there afterwards for Q&A with Hagen. Um, we'll be there, so if you have any questions you'd like answered or any curiosities about the film. And I believe it's going to play there for about a week, Okay. week and a half. So that's for starters. I don't know the other theaters that it's listed right now, but we will be there for a week starting April 3rd. Excellent. Maybe a quick website informational place that people can go? Um, yes. Go to the New Art Theater. Uh, make sure it's the one in Los Angeles. And uh, it has uh, screening times if you go to uh, uh, upcoming screenings, and it'll say White God. And that'll give you the times that it's playing and the date. Okay. Excellent. Well, Teresa, it has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, and I thank you so much for stopping by the Pet Place today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it, and uh, thank you for your uh, compliments as well. You're very welcome. And we need to take our last break of the morning, but when we return, be ready for Pet Place news and events here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Back on the Pet Place Radio Show, I'm Marie Hewitt, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Okay, I know we already talked about it on the show today, but in case you didn't write down the info, I want to give you another chance. Pet Expo will be going on April 10th through 12th from about 10 to 6 each day that weekend. It is the world's largest pet and pet products exposition. And as you heard, shelters and rescues from all over Southern California bring beautiful adoptable pets to the fairgrounds, and you can adopt one. There's no way you won't find the pet of your dreams at this event. And while you are there, you can enjoy fabulous pet-related entertainment, educational seminars, and shopping for toys and treats for your four-legged and furry or feathery or even scaly pets. They pretty much have everything under the sun, and if you love animals, this is the event for you. And of course, I'll be there in the Pet Place booth, so be sure to stop by and say hello. I always enjoy meeting the faithful listeners. For more information, visit www.petexpooc.org. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show. You can also find us on Facebook. We're listed under Pet Place Radio, and that's all one word. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Murray Hewlett. Please spare or neuter your pets. And have a wonderful day. Yeah.